Merry Christmas from Calvary and Lake Havasu. Today, we'll be wrapping up our Gifts for Christmas series with a message about the birth of Jesus. There are no life notes for the message today, so we invite you to sit back, relax with some hot cocoa while you enjoy this brief message from Pastor Chad Garrison. You can go ahead and have a seat. Merry Christmas! If you're new here, I'm Pastor Chad, and it is great to have you with us. And uh, I, I know, you know, just a few hours away from Christmas, and, and there's so much excitement, and, and you guys are gonna be heading to parties and family gatherings and dinners and celebrations, and eventually, you're gonna get home, and, and you're gonna put the kids to bed, and they're gonna try to go to sleep. <laughs> One night a year, right? They're gonna try to go to sleep, and finally, the parents are gonna give that sigh of relief and exhaustion, and some of you are gonna become Santa's helpers with a project called Some Assembly Required. <laughs> Anyone ever been there, done that? Yeah, that's joyful, isn't it? Some Assembly Required, to me, those are the three most evil words of the English language put together. Now, I know there's some of you that are, are masters at this. You dump out the box. You put the things together. Uh, you don't have to look at the instructions. You do this really well. You do it really well. And it, you get done, and it looks like the picture on the box. Look, when, when I do it, I dump out the, the box. I, put, I, I look at the pieces. I, it, it never ends up looking like the picture on the box. It, it, there's pieces left over. My blood pressure goes up. I try to read the instructions. You guys ever tried to read the instructions on these things? I say try because they're written in 12 different languages, none of them by somebody who is fluent in that language. <laughs> and so, I, quite honestly, I just gave up. So I just delegate all the assembly required either to my wife, Meralda, or uh, I just hire one of you guys that can do all that stuff. Because I, I can't. I can't. Okay, so let's just, we're in church. Let's do a little confession. How many of you uh, are like me and you just would rather go play golf or something? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of hands that go up. Uh, that's okay. The, uh, look, we'll, we'll, we'll form a support group after the new year, okay? <laughs> Here's the thing. Our lives are some assembly required. I, I mean, except the, the box looks like it's been run over by a truck and we dump it out and the pieces are missing or broken and uh, it never looks like the picture on the box. And the instructions, come on. We don't even consult the instructions if you don't know what the instructions are, it's the Bible. Uh, and, uh, you know, by the way, here at Calvary, we believe the Bible is the inspired and errant word of God that tells us what to believe and how to live. And, and if you're a guest with us, uh, can we just invite you, if you want a Bible because you want to read it, uh, there's some in the seats around you. Feel free to grab one of those and take it home with you. We don't just do that at Christmas. We do that every single week of the year because we want you to have God's word and read God's word, because we know if you read and apply God's word, God will change your life. So, our lives are some assembly required. They're a mess, they're broken, they're damaged. Damaged by sins, you know, shattered by the anger and the violence and the hatred that is in this world. All of us are touched by it. And we're damaged because of our own self-destructive behaviors. We're also damaged by the selfishness of others. Truth is, we need help. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. 
See, Christmas is when we remember that God sent us help. I want to share with you from Luke chapter 2. The Gospel of Luke uh, chapter 2 is the story of Jesus' birth. And uh, the first part of the chapter just gets Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem. There's, you know, emperor decrees and stuff like that. But it ends with, you know, she gave birth to a son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and lays him in a manger because there's no room for him in the end. You guys know that part? Okay, good. The next part goes like this. And they were in the same region, shepherds abiding in their fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. You would be too. But the angel said to them, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you this day in the city of David is born a Savior. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest on earth peace among men on whom his favor rests. It goes on, you know, the shepherds then go to Bethlehem, find the baby, all that kind of stuff. Mary treasures these things up in her heart. But did you hear the message of Christmas? And because the angel declared it. And we skate over that and we go, yeah, we the angel, you know, the good part. But did you hear the message? First of all, it started off with fear not. Do not be afraid. And, and by the way, if you read the entire Bible, God tells us not to be afraid 365 times in the Bible. Is that not pretty cool? I mean, one for every single day. You, want, you think he did that on purpose or something? I mean, come on, because, you know, fear kind of plagues us. Fear sometimes owns us and imprisons us, and yet God is saying, don't be afraid. Part of this message of Christmas is don't be afraid. No matter how broken, shattered, disappointed, frustrated, desperate your life is, there is hope. And what is that hope? Good news of great joy. That's what he said. Don't be afraid because I have good news of great joy. By the way, that good news of great joy, for all the people. That means it's for, for us. It's for you. God has good news for you, good news for your family, good news for your life. You know what he has? He has life-changing good news. Life-changing good news that results in great joy. I like that. God's not offering you mediocre joy. He's not offering you a little bit of joy. He says, hey, I want to give you great joy. Is there anybody here in this room that has too much joy in their life? <laughs> too, you're, you're actually saying, like, uh, on the way... On the way to church, you're like, hey, you know what? I think uh, I, want the, I want the message to be really down because I got too much joy. I want, I want all the music played in a minor key because I got too much joy. I want, I want our family to have a big fight at, at dinner because I got too much joy in my life. No, we don't have, but you know, God offers us great joy, good news of great joy. Uh, all right, since, since we're here and you know, it's Christmas, let's play a little game, okay? Because I told you, fear not is in the Bible 300, uh, yeah, 365 times. I want you and whoever you're sitting next to, you, what, your whole family can play this, kids. You get involved in this too. How many times did God use the word joy, joyful, or rejoice in the Bible? Come on. Yeah, this is really simple. It's a number between one and a million, okay? 
Pick a number. Loser, loser has to do the dishes. Okay, right? So this, let's put something on. This means something. Okay, you guys got your numbers? I didn't ask for a discussion. This is just a number. Okay. Joy, in the Bible, 430 times. Four, anyone nail it? Anybody exactly? Okay. So, kids, I hope you won so you don't have to do dishes. But anyway, good news of great joy. And what is that good news that results in great joy? A Savior is born to you. A Savior is born to us. He is Christ the Lord. See, God sent help. Jesus is the one who can forgive your sins. Jesus is the one who can give you eternal life. Jesus is the one who can heal you. He's the one who can restore you. He's the one who can redeem your life. He's the one who can take your broken pieces of your life and put them all together and make something beautiful. That's what he does. God sent him in the world to save us, to rescue us, to redeem us. But, but that doesn't just happen because you celebrate Christmas. It happens because you decide to become a follower of Jesus. You saw some people declaring that earlier. Okay, in baptism. But what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? It means that you confess that Jesus is the one and only Son of God and Savior of the world. That you believe that he died on the cross to pay for your sins. You believe that he was raised from the dead and you make a personal conscious decision to become a follower of Jesus. You say, Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I want to follow you. And then Jesus changes your life. Not in a temporary way like the Christmas presents that are gonna get you know, broken or lost or boring, but in, a, in an eternal, life-changing way. He, see, Jesus moves into your life. Literally, the Holy Spirit of God inhabits you and, and he begins to, you know, not only guarantee that you're gonna go to heaven, but he begins to, you know, forgive you and teach you how to forgive other people. See, that's where the set free part really comes in because a lot of you are in bondage because you're so angry at other people and you haven't forgiven them. You're holding on to that stuff and it's eating you away and Jesus wants to set you free. He's gonna teach you how to forgive. And he's gonna love you relentlessly and he's gonna teach you how to love others. He can teach you how to love your, your neighbor, how to love your, your family, how to love the, even your enemies. See, he, he wants to change your life completely and that will change it and fill it with joy. See, our lives are some assembly required. And uh, by the way, no matter how hard you try, your life will never look like the picture on the box. And that's why God sent Jesus to, to save us, to rescue us, to redeem us, to help us. So the question I wanna ask you this Christmas is simply this. Have you asked Jesus to help you? Or are you still trying to put the pieces of your life together yourself? Have you embraced the Savior born in Bethlehem? Uh, you know, are you celebrating the good news of great joy? Or are you living in fear? Because Jesus wants to change your life. And that's my prayer for every one of us in the room and online. He would make you new and revolutionize your life in a way that changes everything. Now, if you're here and you're like, well, I don't really, that sounds really good, but I don't know how to do that, then can I invite you to do 
one of two things. Uh, one, grab one of those Connect cards, fill it out, just put on there, want to talk to a pastor, drop it in one of the offering boxes on your way out, uh, and we'll get in touch with you right after the first of the year. If you're joining us online, you can fill out the online Connect card, or you can just email us at calvaryaz.com, and we'll reach out to you. We'd love to have that conversation. Or, if you don't want to do that, just come back next week or the week after because every single week we gather and celebrate the good news of great joy and learn how to follow Jesus. And we would love for you to join us. Will you pray with me? Father, we're broken and we know it. And yet you love us anyway. In all of our rebellion and all of our self-destruction, you have redeemed our lives. You have saved us from our sin. You offer us hope and life and, and just the, the whole process of becoming a new creation. And so God, I pray that you would meet us in this place as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. God, we want him to be more than a baby in a manger. We want to trust him as the one who paid for our sins on the cross and was raised from the dead. So God, I pray that you'd meet all of us, whether online or in this room, and you would speak truth into our lives. We would hear you, we would surrender to you, and we would follow you. This is my prayer in Jesus' name, amen. The reassurance, fear not, is in the Bible 365 times. That's one for every day of the year. Remember that even if some of your gifts come with a warning, some assembly is required. We at Calvary wish you a Merry Christmas, and we hope your 2024 is filled with blessings. Join us again next weekend for our New Year's Eve message. Bye-bye.